Okay, Rabbi good evening. Today we're learning Masechah's Nazir Daphne and Zayn. We're learning a new parak. This parak is called Shnei Nazirim. And the very first parak deals with a practical case scenario where it seems that some Tuma did take place. We're just not sure if it applied to Nazir number one or Nazir number two. So let's start with this new Mishnah, Shnei Nazirim. Sha'amar lahen echad. A third person says to the two Nazirim, hey, I saw that one of you, who are definitely Nazirim, you, you, they're both Nazirim, but one of you became Tameh. He, like, he calls out and bezed it. You know, like we tell our kids all the time, like, if you tattletale, like other people, like, you become, you know, snitches get stitches. Like you don't, you don't want to be that guy. So this guy is that guy. He walks into Bezid. He's like, I saw one of the Nazirim become Tameh. But he didn't know which one became Tameh. Ruvain or Shemin, he wasn't sure. So what happens? The Gemara says, because of this suffix, they have to bring a korban on their um, conclusion of Tuma, and they have to also have to bring a korban at the end of their tahara, by when they're done with their nazirus. And here are the conditions that help us to check off all the boxes. V'omer, fourth line of the new parak. Im ani hu if in fact I'm the nazir who became Tameh, then korban Tuma shall leave a korban tara shalach. No problem. That's clear, crystal clean. That's uh, that's simple. If I'm the one who's tahor, then korban tahra should leave a korban to mashalach. No problem. So that's the first set of korbanos that are going to be brought, which will check off a couple of boxes. Then from shloshim yom, they finish up the nazirus and in korban tara, and then they bring the final set of korbanos. And here the Gemara says the conditions work like this: the omer, the person bringing the one set of korbanos, will say im anihud hatame. If in fact I am the one who was Tameh, then uh, who, who is Tameh, then Korban Tuma that was brought earlier, that's Sheli, the Korban Tara Shalach, Korban Tarasi, then in the first set of Korbanos, I was the one who was Tameh, and you already had your Korban Tara, and this one's mine. And the Im Ani Hu or if in fact I'm the one who's Tahor, then Korban Tara Shali, the Korban Tuma Shalach, Korban because this I'm Tahor now, and you were Tameh before. This uh, the, we'll, we'll work out all the Korbanos, basically, the Gemara says. So we bring two sets of Korbanos with conditions in order to check off all of the boxes. The Gemara says this is a very, very um, odd case because we know that there are times where a suffix of Tuma is applicable, and sometimes where a suffix of Tuma is not applicable. And the Gemara says, two-thirds of the way down, Ketani, we learned in our Mishnah, Why in that case would we even conclude that there is any Tuma at all? After all, how do we learn the halachos of what happens when there's a suffix tuma in a rishus hayachid? We learn it from the world of Sota. The Gemara says, Mi Sota. Ma Sota boel vinivelas. Just like in regards to Sota, we're only talking about two people. There's the man and the woman. Af kol suffix tuma birshus hayachid kigondi ikabetre. That means that any case scenario when we only have two people, that's considered a suffix in a case of but here we don't have two people. We have three people. That's The Gemara brings a beautiful question on our Gemara and our Mishnah. Our Mishnah had said that in our case of three people, two Nazirim and one witness, that that case where there's an aspect of Suffolk of whose Tameh, we went through the whole Rigamaru to figure out who's going to be Yotze which Korbanos. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? It's Suffolk Tumah Birshus Arabim. How do you know it's Because by Sota, there's two. This is three. This isn't, this isn't Yachid anymore. 
It's very unique that we define Yachid and Rabim here based on two verses three. Because normally we would have said, like Hilchah Shabbos, it's private domain. That's not what it means. It means that as long as there's three or more people, that's Tumah Birshus HaRabim. So the Gemara says our case should never have started because it's subject to Tumah Birshus HaRabim. The Gemara gives in Ukimta three lines from the bottom. Amar Rabba Bar 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 Rav Huna. Be'omer Ra'isi Tumah Shenizrika Benechem. I wasn't there when it happened. I was not in your Daladamos. I saw a sheret, an arm of a human being, whatever it was, something that's going to be metameyu. I saw that it fell between the two of you, and I'm just not sure who, who it was closer to. Therefore, there are only two people present when the Suffolk Tumah happens. That is the Suffolk Tumah Bershus HaYachid, and Suffolk Tumah Bershus HaYachid is, in fact, Tameh. So that explains our case. Um, and Omar Ravashi Deka Nami, this, in fact, is definitely the case as we turn to the top of Nunzayan and Medbez, how do we know that this is true? Because the Gemara says the Katani, the Odea Ezemikem, I don't know which one of you. And the Baleatosos here at the top clarifies how this language is a raya to what we're talking about. We're trying to prove that the witness wasn't standing there when it happened. So here's what Tosos says Yubur Hamasal de Katani, the Eni Odea, the Mashmo Shalom no Dalom Olam, Mishum Delo Hava Bahem. He says, he never knew. It's not like he knew and forgot. He never knew. He saw the arm flying at these two men who he knew were, were, were Nazirim. He saw it through the window from uh, 100 feet away. He knows one of them is Tamei. He just doesn't know which one. So the Gemara brings a raya from the language when it says, I don't know. I never knew. Meaning I didn't witness it with my own two eyes in detail. And therefore the Gemara says, that this is in fact the case that the Third person wasn't standing with the previous two. And therefore, the case of our Mishnah is where the two people who are Nazirim are, in fact, in a, in a, in a state of Suffolk Tumah. And therefore, we have to go through all of the different Korbanos and all the different Kavanos as listed in our Mishnah. And that's Sugya 1 for the night. We'll be stopping three lines from the bottom of the page. Let's continue at the next two dots. We had said Megalchen Umivian. If you look back in the Mishnah with which we started today on Nunzayin Amad Aleph, we had said that in this case of Safek Tumah, we said Megalchen Umavin. Okay, now the Gemara has a problem with this. Ve'amai. Dilma, perhaps, says the Gemara, Lav inun hakafa. How can you give a haircut to a Nazir when there is a Safek? What's the problem with giving a Nazir a haircut when he's a Safek? Safek del because he's not allowed betiglachas. So how did it evolve that in our Mishnah, we have two Nazirim, one of them is, uh, we don't know who, one of them is uh, is a Tamei Mace, but we don't know who. How can you give both of them haircuts? It's a Suffolk Doraisa. So Omar Shmuel, what is our case? We're dealing with a case of a woman or of a child who doesn't even have a din of Hakafa Sarosh. And therefore, they take the razor and all the hair on the head is removed. Done. Did anybody talk about why it says Nazirim? Like why it's... It could be. No, it could be the Katanim. Yeah. Even Even if it's multi-gender, it doesn't. It could be a mother and a child. Nazirim. Just plural. If it's it's male, female, plural, it still would be Nazirim. 
says the Gemara, okay, but Vilukma begadal, like why wouldn't you just say that it's a gadal? And Vihakafas kol harosh loshma And the iser of lo sakifu peas roshchem is not an iser when you shave all of the hair off of your head, but rather when you leave whatever, like a huge step, whatever the unique haircut would be of the iser of akafas harosh. When I was growing up as a little kid, I always thought, thought that what we used to call the step haircut was an iser derisa. Maybe it is, I don't know. But what they did is they, they, like they left the mushroom on the top and they like shaved down like a perfect line. They shaved everything else gone. That I always thought that was Nisar Derisa because one of the basketball players in Ida Crown had that haircut. I'm like, <laughs> hey. no, I'm not attacking. I was, I was just saying he had, he had that haircut. It might be Mutter. I don't know. I, that was always my assumption about Kofas Harosh is that it was the Isser was in and of itself like the, the sharps. I could be wrong. I don't know. So says the Gemara, why is it that we didn't establish this case with Gadolim, but assume that it is talking about a Gadol, but it's okay for them to get this kind of haircut? Why is it okay for a Nazir B'Safek to get this kind of haircut? Because this isn't the haircut that's Asr. Hakafas kol harosh loshma hakafa. That's not called creating a circle around your head. But midelomukim lahachi. By virtue of the fact that Shmuel did not establish our case like this, and rather he established our case by Ishavakatan, Shmamina, it implies that according to uh, that according to Shmuel, that Kasabar Shmuel Akafas Kol Harosh Shma that the Isser de Oraisa Akafas Kol Harosh is removing all of your hair with a razor. That's what the Gemara says. And that was the sheet of Shmuel that our Mishnah is talking about a case of Ishavakatan. Now Marzutra Masni Laha Shmaisa the Shmuel Asefa. Marzutra says that this answer of Shmuel that we're talking about in Isha or a Katan wasn't taught in our case, but was rather taught in a different case. This is our next Mishnah, another language here of Sefa, which refers to our next Mishnah. We're about a quarter of the way down in Zion Amid Bays. The Gemara says, Nazir Shahaya Tame Bisafik, Umuchla Bisafik. So we have a Nazir. This was similar to the case that we learned last night, the more complex case where he had to wait 120 days. This is a case where we have three things in the mixing bowl. We have a Nazir Vadai, Suffolk Tumas Mace, and Suffolk Mitzora. So we had said yesterday, After 60 days, he's able to get rid of the Tumas Mace and the Tumas Mitzora status. He has to do four haircuts over the course of that time. We're not digging into that now. We'll dig into that in the next Mishnah. But says the Gemara, how can that be? And it's over there that the Gemara says that even though it's true that he's a Vadai Nazir and the Tumas Mace and the Tumas Mitzorah is Safek and many of the haircuts, Lechora should be Asr for the Nazir because the, what's triggering many of those haircuts is a Safek status, but it's against the backdrop of Nazir Del Raisa. So says the Gemara, Amar Shmuel B'Ishavakatan, same answer as before. And now the Gemara gets into whether or not other people giving you such an usher haircut, uh, who is held accountable? It's a fascinating Gemara, third of the way down. Amar Afuna, Hamakif es hakatan, a person who who gives a haircut to a katan, violating or a haircut that would be the violation of hakafas harosh, harei hu chayev. The person giving the haircut is held accountable. Remember, the child is the one getting the haircut. And the adult is the one giving the haircut. The makiv, the one who causes for it, not the nikaf, not the recipient. The makiv is chayim. Why was the cotton an exception? Then I, I thought I was just missing that. Other than that, we said the isha of cotton, right? So is it us or is it matters? I'm not even going to answer your question. We're just going to learn the next couple lines. 
I, I I read I read this piece of Gemara like five times. Yeah, it's good. I held, it's good that you did because I I would have told you to wait until now. What? Because usually the three Isha and Katan are usually together. Cheresh Shota Bekatan. Not Isha Shota Bekatan. Yeah. And Isha and Evan and the Katan are put into a category of not being as as uh, liable in Halacha as, uh, well, not liable, that's the wrong word, in regards to Mitzvah Sase, but not here. Okay, so let's look at Rahuna. You got you got to see these, uh, you just got to see this Machlokas, and then we'll, we'll jump in. We'll jump in a little bit deeper once we've learned the basics. If I give a hair to, an usher haircut to a katan, your kids who gave them this haircut, what does that imply from the Gemara? It implies from the Gemara that their hair was completely shaved down. Take a look at Tosvos. Five, six Tosvos him down. Tosos says, "Dear Ramaska, but did Achman megalach lahon? Shera banim ketanim. He saw his children megulachim roshem im peosehem. Their heads were completely shaved down." Omar le, Rav Huna says back to Rav Ada Bar Ava, "If you want to know who gave my kids the haircuts, it's Chova. Chova was his wife. Probably not a name we should be giving our children, but nevertheless, it was the name of his wife. So, Chova means abrogation." It does, but this was his, this was her first name. This was her first name. So Chova was married to Rabuna. And Chova's wife gave this haircut to the children. Right. Says the Gemara that Rav, uh, Rav Ada Bar-Ava opened his mouth and said, Tik Chova libna, Is she trying to bury her children? Kulhu shane de Rav Ada Bar-Ava lo ekayim lazar le when he opened his mouth and said that phrase, he created a reality in the world whereby uh, the children of Rav Huna did not live. There's an additional word here of Chova that he might have gotten remarried to another woman. And if you look at Tosvos here, this is actually a subtext, a, a subtitle of Vididach, Dibrahamaschil, Chova Tikbarinhu Libaneha di Isura Ka'avda. She's doing something wrong. And Kulushane Vichule Kishkaga Shiyotes Milifne Hashalit. It's like when the when the when the ruler slips out, he says that person should be killed, and he was saying it a little bit like, just kind of having a conversation. Next thing we know, his head's rolling down the hill. So here we and Hirsch texted me earlier today. He's like, "What's with this Gemara?" He learned the Dafar. He said, "What's with this Gemara that uh, Ravada Barava wasn't intended?" Yes, but when you're a powerful person like Ravada Barava, your words matter. Not to insult any of us, but we're not Ravada Barava. Our words should matter, but they don't matter as much as his. Halavai. Then our tefillos would be accepted as well. It's a whole different level of people. So that's what happened when he said this. And now we have to understand the following. It seems to be that according to Rav Huna, there was nothing wrong with Chova giving this haircut to the kids. Because the kids had no din of hakafa. Why not? We'll discuss a little bit. And if the kids have no din of hakafa and she doesn't have a din of this or hakafa, why can't she give them that haircut? This is Rav Huna. Let's let's just remember this isn't like the family davening at the questionable synagogue. You know, this is like a chash of Tamar Chacham family. His kids were balled out to the scalp. They didn't want to worry about hair in the summer. No problem. Now, Michdi, let's analyze a little bit more than halfway down. Both Tarvaihu, namely Rav Huna and Rav Adabar Abba. Svira, they hold hakafas kol harosh shma hakafa. They both hold that hakafas shma, uh, that the the cutting of all of the hair on the head, including the payas, is going to be aser. But my what then is the machlokas between them? 
Here's the machlokas. Rav Huna Savar, lo sakifu peas roshchem, lo sashchis es peas ziganecha, the iser of removing all the hair on your head, coupled with the iser of removing your peas. Koshi yesh lo hashchasa, yesh lo hakafa. Anyone who has the iser of hashchasa, of destroying their peas, yesh lo hakafa. And therefore, vahani noshi, hoel velesnehu beashchasa, lesnehu nami beashchasa. Women have no iser at all shaving their heads. No problem. Razor down to the scalp. No problem. That's what the Hasidim are like. See? See? So they solved the problem. Because what if there was a kafas arosh? That's a, no more shaving of the head because that's a big problem. But we do make this divide according to Rabuna. Whereas according to Rav Huna, and this wasn't listed explicitly in the Gemara, that because she doesn't have the Isser, she can perform that haircut on other people. According to Rav Adabar Ava, that's not true. That the Makif and Nikaf have the same status. Meaning, the woman cannot give the haircut to the child because the child is really not supposed to be getting this haircut. This is the Machlokas between them. That Rav Huna held that it's true that the kid shouldn't get that haircut from another man, but to get that haircut from a woman is fine. Because he, she, the Gemara seems to imply it's only about the person giving the haircut, not about the recipient. And therefore, this six-year-old child just shaved, no problem, because she's a she, no problem. The child could be a he, it doesn't matter. She, the the Isser is on the Makif. Yeah. But Rav Adabar Ava extends this not only to the Makif, but also to the Nikaf, also to the recipient. And the Iskash, and there's a comparison, Makif le Nikaf, of the one giving the haircut to the one who receives the haircut. <laughs> Since uh, if the nikaf would be held accountable, the one getting the haircut would be held accountable, then the woman giving the haircut would be held accountable as well. Since this child has no onshin at all, very shver svara, right? I'm watching your, re your reaction already. It's a shver svara. But the Gemara seems to say, that, and, and we don't know exactly how old this child is. Maybe he's under the age of, of Chinuch. So it says the Gemara, look, you can look at Tosfa uh, Rashi at the bottom there. No, he was just answering the question. He was just saying what that is what happened. Zedchova did it. Schwer. So these are uh, these are some of the primary sugyas in trying to figure out, like let's say you go to supercuts and the person's a guy and they're giving you a haircut. That's also oh, I didn't do anything. I, I didn't do anything, you know. So the, these these halachos are very important. We have to make sure we understand. And there's also distinction sometimes between what, what the Gemara refers to as misparayim, it is scissors, but it probably is an equivalent to guards and how short can it be and all of those things all come up in the in the Meforshim right here. So we'll stop right here at Lema and pick up again Amir Sashem tomorrow with Daf Nunches, wishing you all a beautiful night. Mm -hmm.